0: What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love?
1: I'm well, how are you?
0: I can't complain. Today's topic is, how does power affect those who have it and those who don't? Power can have a number of different effects on people, both positive and negative. On the positive side... Power can give people a sense of control and confidence. It can also make people more influential and respected. On the negative side, power can make people more arrogant and entitled. It can also lead people to abuse that power.
1: Most definitely. And I think the key thing that we do want to address is that it makes people feel more influential Mm. as well as make people feel arrogant and entitled. Mm-hmm. So it's not that they are those things, but it's how they make how power makes them feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the ways power influences people is by affecting their thoughts and the way they process information. Research has shown that people in positions of relative power think in more abstract terms. They also process information in a simplified way, which can lead to more stereotyping and a heightened focus on central versus peripheral, details of a situation. Power has also been shown to make people more strict in how they judge others and less likely to consider other people's perspectives. Power also leads people to be more confident in their decisions and minimize the perceived impediments to their goals.
0: Power also alters someone's emotional experience. People in positions of power enjoy most positive emotions and higher levels of optimism and do so in uh, potentially changing situations, such as when leading discussions of uh, controversial topics. They They have also been shown to smile more, conceal sadness better than those low in power and react less in response to stressful circumstances. People in high power have also been shown to feel less distress in the face of others, suffering and reduce the extent to which they mirror emotions, emotional responses of other people.
1: Power also changes the way people behave. Those who possess power are more likely to begin a negotiation, touch other people, and take initiative when it is unclear whether such behavior is permitted. In general, power leads people to feel less constrained by social conventions and more likely to violate social norms. Overall, it seems that power tends to make people more comfortable in taking action that fosters their personal goals.
0: Power extends far beyond formal authority that comes from a title or from having a corner office with a view. Leaders at all levels have access to power, but that power often goes unrecognized, under-realized, underutilized, excuse me. Previous research has identified seven basis of power that leaders may leverage. Number one, the power of position is the formal authority that derives from a person's title or position in a group or in an organization.
1: The power of charisma is the influence that generated, that's generated by a leader's style or persona
0: the power of relationships is the influence that leaders gain through their formal and informal networks, both inside and outside of their organizations.
1: The power of information is the control that's generated through the use of evidence deployed to make an argument.
0: The power of expertise is the influence that comes from developing and communicating specialized knowledge or the perception of that knowledge.
1: The power of punishment is the ability to sanction individuals for failure to conform to standards or expectations.
0: Lastly, the power to reward others is the ability to recognize or reward individuals adhering to the standards of or expectations.
1: Many people's descriptions of leaders are about their use of power and how to use power to lead followers. When people talk about leadership as the followers, they will worship or obey the leaders for power they have and follow the orders to complete tasks. Some people think of power and associate it with authority. In my opinion, power can affect others, but it is different from influence. Power can have an impact on others, and influence can change their attitudes, values, and beliefs resulting in behavioral changes.
0: Okay, so now that we got, um, that vital information out there, have you ever witnessed or experienced a situation where, um, you know, someone or works for someone or been around with someone who maybe, like, power get to their head a little bit?
1: <laughs> That's a great question, um... Not from a personal experience. I can't think of something off the top of my head right now. Mm -hmm. But I do know that we've all witnessed, I mean, in the news or the media, um, the behaviors of formerly known as Kanye Ye. Mm -hmm. And so I think that his position of power has allowed him to be in the limelight to discuss things that may be controversial or things that are not factual. But because he has a level of um, status, he was able to put himself in front of um, the right spaces to get his messages across. Um, I do not condone (laughs) the amount of information that he was sharing with the world, but the fact that he has the ability to do that and um, not be canceled right away or not be able to have censorship right away mm. gives you an idea of how much power he has had prior to being
0: as of recently right, right
1: prior to being canceled from a lot of things
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's he's had a lot of interviews <laughs> before people were seeing that they did not want to um continue business with him mm. so I, I have witnessed people not using their power in the right ways or not having the knowledge to control the level of power that they have, and maintain it at the same time.
0: Mm. So, um,
1: just watching how influential Kanye was in the beginning of his career, and how he's losing that in our eyes at such a fast pace. But it was his his heightened career was due to power that he gained, mm. and then the loss of his career is due to power that he abused. Mm. How about you? What is your personal experience with um, witnessing someone having a level of power that was um, positive or negative?
0: Um, Yeah, I'll get to that. I just want to piggyback on what you said Mm -hmm. um, for a second. I think that starting at a place where you have absolutely nothing and the amount of hunger it requires... To get to a position where you know a celebrity, or a billionaire, or a millionaire, to get that to that position, I think that type of power is intoxicating. I think it's a drug. I think it's like you're never satisfied. You'll reach one goal, and then that's not enough, and you got to just keep keep climbing and keep climbing and keep climbing, and, and How much is enough? How many millions do you need to to feel full? How many billions do you need to feel full? The person that you just talked about, virtually a billionaire, doesn't have to work another day in his life. But since he is intoxicated by that power, he put his own foot in his mouth and lost it within a couple of days.
1: It's very interesting that you say that. I also do believe when you're in a position of power, you also need to look at the people that are surrounding you.
0: Or, my bad, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, (laughs) the illusion of power, too. Mm -hmm. Because you can have that power that Ye had, and they could just snatch it away like that. So is that really power? Or Or the
1: illusion of power. Or the illusion of power. It's a great question. I think in Kanye West's position, he may have had an illusion of power Mm -hmm. because you see how quickly he made the statement, Adidas will back me up, or like all the companies that he thought were his ride or die Mm -hmm. left him in a heartbeat for one statement.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It -hmm. changed everything. And he pretty much justified what he was saying, you know, but he caused his own demise Yeah. He put that upon himself because he had the idea that he was in a powerful position, yet it was the illusion of power.
0: It was the illusion of power.
1: (laughs) So, but even if you have an illusion of power, I do believe that those that are surrounding you need to be people that have your best interests at heart. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if someone's allowing, someone like Kanye West, when we know, and he stated that he's had challenges mentally um, with his health. Mm Mm-hmm. Why would you go and do an interview at the time that you're the most um, irate or manic or passionate, you Mm -hmm. know, about what you're saying? Same time when he was announcing that he was being a president, wanted to be the president for 2020, Mm two or whatever the year was, Mm -hmm. and at that moment, we all saw that that man was not stable enough Mm -hmm. to lead anybody's country, but. Even the the networks were allowing it to play. Why would you continue to allow it to play when you see this man crying Mm. on national television and it was clear that he was having a mental breakdown?
0: Entertainment.
1: Entertainment, right. But we know that the media also does not have the best interest. They want ratings. Mm. So I I look at someone who's in the the similar position, right? Rihanna is also a billionaire.
0: Mm.
1: But you see that... She has people around her that have known her since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. But for Kanye, it's like, what does he have to not have that ego of thinking that he rules the world and nothing can happen to him?
0: His children. Children can humble you. Yeah. Right? (laughs) At least that's what they're supposed to do. But that 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 shows where the focus truly is.
1: But children are also innocent. Th-
0: this this is why they humble you they because hum- they right. bring they bring you. We all start off with a level of 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 innocence, you know, and a, a level of the world is a very big place. But the older we get and the larger we get, the world becomes smaller. And once you reach Certain peaks like a a, a yay or a Elon Musk or a Bezos, where you could just touch a button and you could be on this side of the globe or this side of the globe. The world just seems a lot smaller when you got when you could just buy whatever you want, you know, and it's just the world seems a lot smaller, you know. Right. And I think some people who are in these positions of powers for long periods of times whether it be decades or, you know, their families, grandfathers, fathers, fathers had money like when you're in this position of power for so long, what else is there to do? Is like it's almost like you're so rich that you're poor.
1: So, are you in the context of addressing this topic equating power to money?
0: Equating power to money, social status, like power as in I either have something that other people don't have, I'm that 1%, or I have knowledge that other people don't have. And that 1% just like control, because power is control at the end of the day, right? So control or some type of influence over a larger percent that does not have that control or influence.
1: So looking at the latter, right, for someone that is in a position of not having a level of power, whether it's from financial or recognition or charisma What do you think that that does to a person or what does that perspective look like?
0: I think that when you have honestly the world at your disposal, just thinking of that like on on the grander scale of power, like the top one percent, when you have the world at your disposal, you get bored with that. That's when you start building crazy stuff like spaceships and rocket ships and you know just take um joy rides around the 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 planet you know when you just have endless amounts of bread you just get bored of going to spain and france every five minutes just for a fucking bagel or some shit like the croissant like you just get bored with that amount of power you get bored with that amount of of, of, of of stuff. But it seems like people who are from not so influential places or, you know, people who have less than those people are are more content, not content, but happy with themselves.
1: Do you look at power as being something that's negative?
0: It can be. If it's used in a negative way.
1: Because I'm trying to understand or look at a perspective where power can be a positive thing.
0: Okay, let's say power in sports, a general manager and a coach, they have a power over a football team. You know, it's either they can do really well with that power and lead their football team to a victory, the Super Bowl, and they win it or they can abuse that power you know, or smaller scale, a job. You can have a really nice boss who doesn't abuse power and treat you like a a number, a slave, or, you know, just another body to, you know, transfer your your body for time and wages. Or you can have somebody that just don't care and and look at you like uh, just another body.
1: Most definitely. And... (laughs) now that like we're talking about the topic of power and what we've read through and had conversations about until up until now i also look at it as it may not have to do with the level of wealth you have mm-hmm. but what your upbringing is like right mm-hmm. because i think of like the role of a parent and their role of creating people that are you know significant
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> um Beings that are making a difference in society in whatever way that is. Mm. So, a parent's role in raising a righteous human being is a powerful practice, right? Mm. We, you may not get it right, but at least you know that you were powerful in the influence of what type of human you've created. Mm or what type of, like, personality you're putting into the world. (laughs) I agree. Whether you're poor or rich or, like, whatever status you are, at least you've created somebody that's humble. Mm. And that also brings a level of power. Right?
0: I read somewhere um, a minute ago that a lot of the, the top CEOs for, like, companies that really do well have, like, some, like, mental, sadistic type like, psychological issues. It's like, they have to be first. Narcissism is, like, number one. Like, they have to be Mm. super narcissistic and super, like, I don't care about anything but the goal type situation, you know? Very interesting. And I believe it. Like, anybody that's willing to climb over another person another human being just to make it make it to the top and it doesn't have to be a life or death situation you gotta be a little sick in the head
1: um which brings the conversation back to and i hate to always bring this topic up but it's just the reality of our lives but thinking how society is constructed to favor a certain demographic or a certain race, mm-hmm. I feel like all of our construct, like our society is constructed in a way to benefit a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. So whether it's our life structure, whether it's like whatever structure is built, even our work situation of like having to do a job in a certain way, not all cultures can conform into that routine. Because it's a Western state of mind, yeah. or it was designed in that perspective. So it's very difficult for us to jump in something that was designed for a specific demographic to excel, but then others have to catch on. You mm-hmm. know, I, I hope that I'm explaining myself well enough. But mm-hmm. it's like we don't fit into that construct, we don't fit into that narrative, or we don't fit into that world because it wasn't built for us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's with everything that we do. If we were built in an inclusive world, I can see where we can argue that. But because just how society is constructed <laughs> to push a certain group of people forward, it I kind of like see how power can be a struggle for a lot of different people
0: mm.
1: And see how power, power can be a narcissistic venture or a misogynistic venture from a cis white gender male perspective. Mm. It could be for the world. Like, not all of us are gonna be able to get certain things, but for one person, it's not difficult to be on top. Like, mm. it's very rare that you could fail in a society that's built for you.
0: No. I definitely agree and I think another aspect of it too is um, if you're not first you're last Mm -hmm. if you're not number one you don't matter Mm -hmm. you know if you if there's always trophies for something for the winner and our society is constructed on celebrating the winner and not really acknowledging anybody else.
1: Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing?
0: I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: Because
0: I think we should all be winners. <laughs> winners, you know what I mean? We should all have really good education. We should all have really good health care. If, if the United States really wanted to be...
1: A united.
0: A united state <laughs> as well as number one with education and healthcare and all that, you know, provide those those resources.
1: On an equal plane.
0: For everybody. Right. If we really wanted to be on top, like we, we say we are, and not just what they they, they show us in movies and and, and and plant and plant inside media like we are what we say we are when we're really not. Right. Just just Provide those resources for every person.
1: But then we wouldn't have those power dynamics mm. where I think the United States functions off of those power dynamics. Because if everyone's on top, then where's the competitiveness? Mm. Or where is that leverage of excelling one group or one class? Mm. Like, you, not everyone can be on equal plane because it just doesn't function that way for a society where it is a melting pot. Even if we are the melting pot, there's a group of people that always has to be, like you said, last, and then mm. another group that has to be first. Otherwise, we will be functioning not as a capitalistic society, but a socialist society, right?
0: I mean, the only thing I could combat with that is everyone is not the same. I'm saying, at least make the resources available.
1: So you can make the choice.
0: You know what I mean? So you can make the choice. A lot of people are not going to wake up early to run in a treadmill for like 20 or 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I watched something uh, with Kobe Bryant in it. Um, These guys were playing in the All-Star League or whatever. And after they had a game, some of the guys went to the club, but Kobe went straight back to practice because they lost. So Kobe went straight back to practice. So, And the guys are looking at him like, oh, well, no, no, they won the game. So they went to celebrate, but then Kobe went straight back to practice. You know what I mean? Like it's that, that mindset of not just – I have to be the best because of, like, social circumstance, but I have to be the best for me.
1: For me. Mm -hmm. You
0: know what I mean? And a lot of people don't think that way, but still have those resources available. So it's easier for those Kobe Bryans or, you know, um, just those type of thinkers, those type of those people with willpower to have access to it.
1: So then is power pulling towards a, a, um, a sense of status for an e- egotistical purpose? Or is power something that is done for the self? Every time I think of power, I think of it being something that is a reflection of how you want others to see you, mm. but not necessarily a reflection of how you want to be for yourself.
0: Mm. I, think so it's I just both. wanted
1: to know your thoughts on that.
0: I think it's a little bit of both. I think everything requires balance, right? You know, you have to have night. You have to have day. You have to have a a push-pull situation. And where you fall on that scale is how power is reflected. If you're a very giving person, you know, depending on how strong you are as a person, if you reach a certain amount of power or influence or whatever, if let's just say if you had Kanye's money or whatever and, and you were a very nice and giving person, you know, probably money wouldn't really mean anything to you. Maybe you will start a, a lot of charities and give more than what you keep, or it could be the total opposite and like everything is for me and and, and what I deem is is you know accessible.
1: Yeah, okay for that. So do you consider yourself a powerful person?
0: Not yet. Not yet. You know. I think true power is is freedom. To freedom to do what you want, what you like, when you want, how you like, you know, not really having to depend on companies to finance whatever you want to do.
1: Aside from monetary or wealth purposes, do you believe that you are an influential person that has power over a circumstance or power over influencing people to feel a certain way about you as a person?
0: No. Mm. I think I present myself a certain way and what people gather from that is what they gather from that. I don't think I influence it at all. Maybe I do with how I maneuver, but... What one person sees me as is probably totally different from another person, you know, but it's all about how you carry yourself in the world, you know, and people are a reflection. Your peers are a reflection of you and how you carry yourself.
1: Since you haven't attained power, who are some people that you aspire to gain a level of, like, humbleness or power similar to
0: Mike Tyson.
1: How do you consider him a powerful person?
0: A person who once had it all, fucked it up and lost it, became extremely humble, and slowly picking up the pieces. You know...
1: Do you think that comes with age
0: it comes with experience i don't think age has anything to do with it it's all experience and what you go through in life yeah yeah
1: i definitely agree um yeah i definitely agree (laughs) (laughs) that's all i have to say about that
0: (laughs) All right, people, thank you for tuning in into this episode. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment if you know any artists who wants to be featured or don't have to be an artist. If you're a business owner whatever, just give us a shout out and um, we'll do our best to get back to you. Peace.